Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody, to episode 19 of Life Over Par. We hope that everybody had a great Thanksgiving, whether you, you were able to be with your family or not. We hope it was safe. Hope you had a lot of great food for your Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, I said dinner. dinner. That was the consensus on what it should be called. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. First, he can barely hold it back right now. He wants to get into it now. Things first. (laughs) Our guest this week, he just coughed. Uh, (laughs) Did we test him before he came in? No, we didn't, damn it. Uh, Well, nervous cough. Yeah, it, it took some time getting this all squared away and set up, but managed to do it. Uh, no offense to our guest today, but uh, you were option three. <laughs> oh, Jesus. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> starting hot. That, that said, you were the 1999 grand champion of swine at the Clare County Fair. <laughs> That's pretty good. Allegedly. That really started out his life in the right direction. He was a multi-sport athlete for Clare and continued on with football at Olivet College. Currently, he is a coach, a teacher, but he's probably best known for the phrase, sorry, I forgot my wallet. (laughs) Welcome, Aaron Hanak. Yay. Wow. Wow. What what an introduction. The wallet thing, yeah. That's not good. That that sounds bad coming from somebody else now. So, <laughs> yeah, but good to be here. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Kyle here, videoing in. Kevin in yep. studio with us. Welcome both of you, you as well. Um, thank you, thank you. How was uh, everyone's Thanksgiving? Uneventful, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, Kyle, it was good. Um, came to census is that the, from the last episode that I awarded. Everything I was saying was worded wrong. Mm-hmm. It was the time of day. It was just not... the, the words that came out of your mouth that was wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. All no, of those was, words. Uh... Time of day, not the actual dinner part. Dinner. You did say dinner. Okay, I like that. Yes. Don't, Aaron? Don't go into politics. Kyle. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? Pretty uh, low-key. Yeah? Pretty, Kevin said, uneventful. Did you, guys, did you guys eat before Thanksgiving dinner? Or before you ate at all? No, we, first. Yeah, no, we ate right at dinner time. Like it was, it was for sure Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, yeah, really? we Not ate like five or six. Yeah. Okay, we've never done that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kevin actually did have a, a sit down. I wouldn't Kyle say it was style a dinner. Kyle approved dinner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that weird? I think I ate it in the living room watching the Redskins. I mean the Washington football team. But the R words. Yeah. Yeah, bleep that. The Washington R words. <laughs> Edit that out. Yes. Um, so you do call it dinner, Aaron? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Okay. So I'll get into the results of, of our, our questionnaire, our survey. Question one, uh, what time do you eat with family on Thanksgiving? 70% of people was noon to three. 
think that's pretty normal. 22% said 3 to 4.30. And then two people, um, I had to look through their IP addresses, figure out what they are so they can get some help. Uh, they were 4.30 to 6. <laughs> they need help. Yeah. Number two, what do you call it? Nearly 100% said Thanksgiving dinner. Only one person answered meal. Can we guess who it was? <laughs> Kyle? I, I, I don't know. It was <laughs> you, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I don't. It didn't I tell don't me names. Pretty sure of it. I don't remember taking it. <laughs> Good one. Uh, no, third it was one. A Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, it was. Third one there uh, asked if you were enjoying the podcast, and many people said they listen every week, and we thank you for that. Speaking of that, Aaron, you're a person that listens every week. Is that correct? Yep, every week. Thanks, Aaron. You you sent yeah. me a screenshot that showed that we are your number two podcast. And I guess my question with that what? is, um, what's that shit about? Why not one? <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair. To be fair. I, I've been a Pardon My Take fan for oh, a very long time. Yes. You guys finally just kind of came on the scene okay. August. Is that correct? August? Uh, July. July. July? Okay. Well. July. <laughs> Listener since August, though. Long time yeah, listener. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Same thing. So, I mean, you guys were just kind of late to the ballgame by that point. Uh, pardon my take. A lot of that was from quarantine. Listen yes. to it a lot yep. during quarantine. Yep. So, if if you guys would have had the full run at the, yeah. the entire year, if we that'd, prob- had... that'd probably be flipped. Because I'm listening to you guys more now than I am. Like, pardon my take. I'm spotty now. You guys, okay. every single week. Every week. So. I mean, if we would have had maybe the backing that they had or the platform yeah. they had, you know, we right. probably could have been there. Right. We could have been there. Yeah. We're my number two yeah. podcast, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> number one in your heart, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What's your number one? Joe Rogan. <laughs> the experience. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that is an overrated. I like, I've. Yeah, I just, can't get into that. Yeah. It's overrated. Uh, it's, it's way too long. And what, I love and what it. is what I is the deal he has work. with what is the deal he has with Spotify? It's something like unbelievable, right? It's ridiculous. I don't know money, that but it's like, everyone knows the, anyone knows the specifics of it. It's, it's weird, I just can't though. get. Yeah, I just can't get into it just because like I don't know who he's interviewing. Like I have to like look at a video to see who he's actually like he, talking to. I'm like, who will, is this guy again? Yeah, he has videos of all of them. Joe Rogan will always be the fear factor guy to me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Same. It, that's never going to change. So, so is what it is. I was watching Chappelle's show when they did the episode where Joe Rogan was on it. Yeah. God, he looked young. Oh, yeah. He looked so <laughs> young, young in that. Yeah. And now they've taken uh, Chappelle's show off of Netflix already. It was there Chappelle for, took it off. <laughs> well, yeah. It was there for like three weeks tops. Yeah. And I know. Yeah, what, what, what happened with that? I heard he wasn't getting paid from it. So he said, take it off. He said, yeah. take it off, and he told his fans to never watch it again. Damn. Mm. Well, those three weeks, I enjoyed it. <laughs> We're getting uh, a little off the rails early here. Aaron, gonna happen a the, lot. the question we always start with here, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, born and raised in Claire. Uh, you know, I always tell everybody Claire provided me the perfect experience athletically and with education, pretty uh, standard upbringing. Um, so just normal three-sport athlete, graduated, moved on to school, 
played low ball, moved back home, back up here, and uh, finished up at CMU. Decided I wanted to be a, a PE teacher, not a gym teacher. Uh, physical um, education. There you go. Is that how it is? Yep. The biz. Yeah, yeah. So anytime, anytime anybody says gym teacher, you say who's Jim? It's physical education. That's what everybody in the business says. Yes. That's just the they yep. teach you that. Yep. To say that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, just uh, finish up school. It's good schooling, man. <laughs> uh, became a PE teacher, and uh, here I am. It's... Got in. Got into coaching while I was still in school. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty. Uh, and I think that's pretty standard of a PE teacher, PE teacher coach. Yeah. So our our yeah. second gym teacher, PE teacher of the podcast and, and coach. Well, so we'll have to rank him. Maybe maybe he'll be our. Mm. I will say go ahead, Aaron. I know you want to say it. First, the worst. Second, the best. There we go. <laughs> so we're saying Springer's the worst. He prior forgot to add this at the beginning. I would have been on way earlier. I'm just I'm way busier than Springer. It is what it is. We got me on you, now. Like, the rating, like the ratings were extremely low for Springer. Just gonna throw that out there. Just saying. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even listen to that episode. So. <laughs> yeah. so Moving you on. Like three kids. How many kids do you got? Not an excuse. Not an excuse. <laughs> you work a little further away. Yeah. So the scheduling was yep. was harder as well. Yep, that is correct. How how is being a physical education teacher right now um the snaps are good yeah so oh yeah i it, gotta get that snap. it's it's different where you go from school to school but the school that i'm at um is k through eight so we still are uh in person um but we've also since august been all outdoor so we are in my schools in downtown ann arbor um not a whole lot of green grass to be found in downtown Ann Arbor. So we actually, I have to walk every class up the street to an Ann Arbor city park. So, you know, it is what it is. Nobody, (laughs) nobody on a leash. We're all getting there safe. There's a couple kindergartners that I wish some days I did have them on a leash, but (laughs) we're, uh, we're, we're getting better every class. You need a a class sheepdog. Yeah. Run around. Keep them herded together. We should have yeah. done that with band. Remember walking in band in middle school from middle school to high school? And we just have snowball fights. Oh, that was so it, much fun. And just regular fights. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we, there were some yeah. regular fights too. We'd, uh, we don't, we don't have snowball fights walking up the street and more worry about them wandering into the road. And yeah, people drive like fucking mad men in Ann Arbor, by the way. FYI. What's the, what's the age level that you're teaching? So I am the school's K through eight. And I teach every grade besides fifth and sixth. So I'm K through four, seventh and eighth. Cool. So who's your favorite? Um, so you know, I, I tell I, I I tell everybody this. So when I last year I was at Brighton High School, so I was nine through twelve. And then I got this job. Is um, Brighton the one where they have like the Clemson like yeah. do you steal Clemson's yeah. logo? Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that whole logo later because it's screwed up. Um, And many people might not know that, but we'll get into that. a lawsuit coming. (laughs) So when I originally got this job, I just thought, you know, seventh, seventh and eighth graders, like perfect that, you know, that's not too far off from freshmen, which was for the most part what I dealt with. Um, But K through four, I was just stressed out about. And I can honestly say that I love, love, love the K through four kids. 
in seventh and eighth grade. It's yeah. some days it's like pulling teeth. They're at the level where they're <laughs> all just assholes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So like K through four kids, you could have them run in a circle for 45 minutes and it is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Seventh and eighth grade. It's like, I'm too cool to do this. Like, you know, there's just, there's a lot of hormones going on. Locker like, to get my cell phone. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot going on. They're too cool to do this. I, it just, yeah. So, I mean, that being said, they're still, they are good kids. It could be a hell of a lot worse. But like I said, some days it is like pulling teeth. Are, are you pulling out any Mr. Sharp techniques on these kids? So we do. Do the impersonation. Come on. <laughs> nice pass, Wally. There we go. <laughs> and I did that wrong. It's with the pinky. I yeah. can't tuck the pinky, though. Tuck the pinky. Oh, you still got all your fingers? <laughs> yep. You should have been a yeah. shop teacher first. Yep. <laughs> and and we do, I do occasionally from time to time pull out, maybe I'm assuming you guys remember, but you remember going fishing where you take the big, huge orange pole and he'd swing it. Maybe that was no, new yeah. when I came no, through. It does sound kind of jump. He would, yep, yep. He would stand, he would stand at like half court and he'd be like, all right, let's go fishing. And he had a big old long orange yeah, pole. stick. And, and i touch it. Yep. And it was like, yep. And he'd start swinging. Oh, it's like fiberglass. Yep. And like, uh, yep. if it hits you. God, it was like yep. fucking oh, caught me a bass, <laughs> caught me a bass. What he'd say? He'd start swinging that thing around. I don't have the big long huge thing. I've tied like a couple of like jump ropes together, so mm-hmm. we occasionally do that. So. Okay, yeah. yeah shout gotta, out, shout out to Mr. Sharp. You got go. a parachute? Yeah, Mr. Sharp. No parachute. Uh, you know, little know. wooden carts. Dang. Plastic probably. Those are the worst. Yeah. So yeah, those are roll great over when they fingers. roll over so, your finger. Yeah. So. We have been in a couple of days. So I mean, obviously, you can't use carts out on grass. That's just not going to happen but the couple of days where we have had bad weather we've been able to get in um and with the little kids we have been able to get on those carts now the new carts though however do have like knuckle guards so it it kind of it kind of protects from it kind of protects from that but that being said the kids still like don't use them correctly so yeah kid (laughs) i we had a couple of kids get a couple fingers ran over ouch yeah um from my understanding, the story of you becoming a teacher is interesting. Much, I would think, much from what I'm told, much like this podcast, you weren't the first choice. <laughs> yeah. So, well, are we talking like going through school, becoming a teacher, or how I got this job? How you got this job? Yeah. So, I originally interviewed for this job in June. And, uh, I thought the interview went great. Um, didn't end up getting the job. So um, just kind of was set on another opportunity that I had that was that was also teaching. Uh, and then about it was like a week before school started, uh, the principal just that she she got a hold of me again and was like, hey, like we need somebody. Are you still available? And uh, jumped at the opportunity. So, okay. yep. so if, if you weren't teaching. What would you do? Oh boy. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever I've never really honestly thought about that question before. Yeah. Like I I I honestly I don't know. I've never really thought about that question before. So I don't you, know. So you always I wanted to tell. be a teacher? Yeah. I mean I can I can honestly say that I, so maybe maybe you guys had it, maybe you didn't. It was like sixth grade. We had like a careers class. Did you guys did you guys have that? Yeah. I think you so. that? We went to mid. No, so we maybe you guys did, but we ended up 
I can't what teacher it was that taught it at, at the middle school. Your grade but, always got like laptops and everything awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. yeah. So we Proud. we ended up we took like a like a career test where it like asked you like 150 questions, oh, okay. this random okay, stuff. I remember that. Yeah, I remember and that. I and I took it like four or five times and got PE teacher or, or teacher every single time. So you know, sixth grade that kind of just put it in my head. You know, like you're in sixth grade. You like sports, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play in the NFL. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, of course, that isn't the way it, it's yeah. not reality. Um, so, you know, that, but it did kind of plant that in the back of my head that that is something that I probably like to do. And it's just as I got older and got in high school, uh, just kind of realized that it, uh, it was something I want to do. And I always, I always just think back to, uh, I, I skipped school one day my senior year and just hung out with feeds for the day. They got rid of TAs. Did you guys have TAs when you were in high school? They did. Yeah, they did. Well, we Claire, weren't TAs, but we had TAs going through yeah. high school. So Claire got rid of that. If any Claire administrators are listening to this, bring back the TAs. We had them at Brighton. It's freaking awesome. Okay. It's, it's, it helps the teachers. If a ton. there's any Claire administrators listening to yep. this, bring thank back you. TAs. <laughs> I doubt it, but thank you. Yeah. So anyways, hanging out with feeds for the day. And uh, he knew that I was kind of thinking of going into this profession. And uh, I just, I'll never forget him looking at me and going, so this is, this is something you think that you want to do, huh? And I said, yeah, you know, I think, I think I do. And he goes, tell you what, he's like, I wear sweatpants to work every day and show up with a newspaper under my arm. There could be a hell of a lot, things a hell of a lot worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> right. I always yeah. think about ro- that. Yeah. With the rosy ass cheeks. <laughs> walking. Yep. What, are you, what are you getting at? I'm just saying, I mean, this guy was just smiles all day long. This That's how he showed up to guy. driver's training, too. Sweatpants and a newspaper. Yep. Yep. Sure did. <laughs> I had them. Anyone else have them? If you got the right I technique. Had, I had Marshall. You know how to get to Mount Pleasant? All right. Start driving. <laughs> yeah. And he always put on the Tigers game. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I, I remember actually being driving and he was yelling because like either someone hit a home run or maybe it's like a double plate or something. He's like, Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. And I'm like in an intersection. I'm like, Oh my God. Am I like my blinker not on? Am I not turning in the right? Like what's going on? Is it not my turn? It's like, no, you're fine. Just keep going. So, <laughs> so the, uh, the kid, I, I won't, I won't name him, but the kid that was my driving partner, <laughs> we're going through a four way stop in Mount Pleasant, like back behind like the high school back by like their baseball fields. It was at Preston, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Anyways, the kid freaking ran the four way stop and we got like a little ways past it and feeds it, say a word. And then finally he just turns to him and he's like, uh, you know, there's a stop sign back there, right? (laughs) My partner goes, no, I didn't. (laughs) Feeds goes, well, there was. (laughs) I'm trying to think who I had because I don't know who my partner was, but he, he drove past, um, railroad tracks. Like, you know, how you, like, you're supposed to like slow down and kind of yield and, oh no, just full on, just. I thought that's what you're supposed bump. to do. Yeah. You get the yeah. butterflies you in could, your guts. You sir? catch air. Yeah. And yeah, it, was, it was just, you know, the grab on the old shit handle on top of your collar. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, speaking of rails, let's get back on them. Oh, right. Kevin, <laughs> oh, good word. Sorry. Wow. That's probably my fault. Uh, I brought up feeds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brighton, is that somewhere where you think you'd like to be, or do you have plans of going somewhere else? So, you know, like, I, 
it was it's where I need to be right now. Um, and professionally, it was just something that I needed to do just kind of get off the ground a little bit. Um, as much as I enjoy and really love Claire and love the community, um, it just the opportunity presented itself uh, last year for me to move down that way. Um, and I just it, it was the right thing to do. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of taking it a year at a time. If something does happen, yeah. to, we just kind of cross that bridge when we get to it. But I've, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I love that area down there. So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of cross that bridge when we get to it. Did the coaching job come first and then worked into the teaching, or was it the other way? Yeah, so um, Loops' son, Brent, is the offense coordinator with the uh, varsity team um, at Brighton. So uh, they were looking for a receiver's coach. I happened to be a receiver's coach. Um, so kind of had a little bit of an, an in down there. Um, just interviewed with the head coach. He ended up offering me the spot um, and just kind of planned on being like a floating sub in, in the building. Um, cause I mean, high school coaches, you don't get paid enough. I mean, you don't get paid enough to live off of or anything like that. That's what I was just going to ask you about that, Mike. So, yeah, no. so, um, just was going to be, was going to be a floating sub. Uh, and then just kind of the way that I ended up getting this job, like this one was only three or four days before school started. There's two PE teachers at the high school. One of them ended up resigning. So, ended up kind of falling backwards into a PE job down there. Now, kind of, the way it, it sounds terrible, but it's really not. Kind of the way it works at those high schools that Brighton size, 2,600 kids in the high schools, they really, like, the PE teacher that was before me was the PE teacher and the wrestling coach. The wrestling program at Brighton is unbelievably good. Okay. Unbelievably good. So they kind of just said, you know, we're going to keep you just as the permanent sub. We'll just kind of see what kind of ends up happening with the wrestling job. And like, we'll go from there, like do a good job. Like it's yours. Like we'll see what, like end of the year, we'll reevaluate everything. We'll see what happens. So I just kind of was under that umbrella. Um, they didn't find a wrestling coach that happened to be a PE teacher, but COVID hit. That changed a lot of things for schools as far as in-person, virtual, and also money. Right. So um, they even yeah. they even get a chance to even interview for a job that I had for an entire year. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. It was a great opportunity. Um, got my feet wet. And, uh, you know, it just kind of led to the job that I have now, which I'm grateful to have. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just crazy, like, when you said, like, how big your school is. And when now, like, with COVID and everything, like, if you're – I didn't know this before, but Michelle said, like, if you have so many enrolled in your school, then your budget is X. You know, if mm -hmm. you're projected to have this many people or this many this many children in your in your classroom, uh, for each classroom, you're going to be making, you know, your right. budget's going to be bigger. To you know, you can right. to facilitate everything. Yeah. And I really didn't put that all together. Yeah. And especially like now, people are either now doing they're teaching from home or doing virtual stuff like that. That takes a really big hit. And yeah, yep. that is that's it, something I never even thought about. Yeah. It just, I mean, they, everybody just anticipated a huge budget hit just with everything going on. So it was just, you know, it was just kind of one of those deals, deals where it was just kind of a, it was a money thing and it yeah. is what it is. You know, nobody, nobody was prepared for that. That wasn't anybody's yeah. fault. So, you know, like oh, I said, yeah. it is what it is. Great experience. So, 
I mean, your high school is our town. Yeah. That's the, it, the size of Claire. So, <laughs> so yeah. What, what a is that? What's that? How many a, like what, what, what's the level? So it's five a six a well, so in, in you're in Indiana, right? That would be six mm-hmm. a, which is the biggest. So, but in Michigan right. it's division one class a. So, yeah. So for us, like we have it, we're in Avon where I live. We're, uh, we're five a in Danville where I'm moving to, I think is like two or three a. Okay. And they went to, they just went to States and shout out to them. They made it, but right. They got absolutely smoked <laughs> for 40, 42 to 14. RIP. It's uh RIP, RIP, RIP warriors. Let's go. Yeah. Next year. Reload. So looking at those numbers and the comparison there, you coached at Clary, you coached at Brighton. People asked, at least two or three people asked me, what is the difference that you experience coaching Claire compared to coaching Brighton? I mean, it's still it, wide receiver coach here and there. It's still the game of football, but what's the difference? Right. So, I mean, it it is literally a full-time job uh, in Brighton. You know, Claire, I mean, football's football. That's not going to change, but I mean, it's just, it's smaller scale, so the responsibilities that, I mean, and I'm not downgrading that there's not a lot of time and preparation that comes into it. Um, and Claire, because Claire staff does do a really good job of that better than anybody else in the entire area, which is evident on why they win all the time. And yep. Yeah. So, but like down there, it, I can honestly say that we do more with our players on a week to week basis than we did when I was in college playing. Like that is how much is expected of them. we, and you know, and that probably changes from coach to coach. Um, yeah. But our coach runs it like a college program, and I mean, is I that, mean that's is that budget driven? Um, they that, have the resource. You know, partially that might be it too. Um, Brighton is a very well-to-do area, um, but the kids eat it up. They live and breathe football. Um, a school that size, um, as much as we love to have dual-sport athletes, they are for the most part just football players i mean there's exceptions where Mm -hmm. they do play some other sports but for the most part i mean football is their only sport um so kids just dedicate their time to it and we we get after it so i mean all during the summer they're in weights and it just then when the season starts it 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 really picks up so the only day off they have a saturday sunday they come in and uh lift and we have walkthrough and then coaches were were there all day sunday grinding out for upcoming opponent so the, it's just it's just a bigger a bigger scale yeah it's a bigger yeah, scale. The, the crop size is yep. bigger mm-hmm. so, so the cream of the crop i would assume is a, a higher talent level so it's not it, like i would i mean it, i didn't you, i didn't play it in through high school with high school you, football you, you get 2600 kids in a school you're yeah. gonna have some kids that are very very good you're making so. cuts we well we don't we you don't, don't so and I mean, honestly, I've I haven't heard of a high school football coach making cuts, um, but we don't. Our head coach just kind of lives by, kind of more the merrier. So the he, so he 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 recruits the hallways and then mm. you know, and that's and that's the one thing that I always tell people too is like, <laughs> I always see people complaining about like their kids playing time on Facebook and social media mm-hmm. last year. We went to the state finals and we had with the JV call ups for playoffs, we had to have close to 90 kids 
on the team. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can only have 11 on the field at a time. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of kids that never even came close to sniffing the field. And the difference is, is they were okay with that. They were there for the right reasons. And it was for the betterment of the team. They love football and it wasn't an issue. So that I that was the biggest thing that I noticed down there was just we had 90 kids on the team and the 90th kid on the team was completely fine with that. They showed up, they worked hard. Friday nights came around. Yeah, if we're not up by a bunch, you're not going in and they're they like it is what it is. They understand mm-hmm. that. They understand their role. And the so, uh, Claire varsity team is like 25 to 35 kids on average, right? I, I can remember one year them having like 35 and being like, whoa, like there's a lot of kids on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and then some years they can't hardly get, yeah. you know, 22 kids and 11 on, 11 yeah. off. <laughs> I think yeah. my sophomore year we had 14, 15 kids on the JV team or something like that. <laughs> we had, yeah. It's yeah, it's just twenty-six. Like I said, that many kids in the high school, you're gonna have bigger numbers, and yeah. Well, some of the states going to eight-man football, isn't it? Because yeah. they don't have the numbers. Yeah, so I don't know what the what the rule is behind that, but I know if your enrollment is a certain number, um, you can end up going to to eight-man, mm-hmm. which is there's some different rule. I honestly I don't really know enough about it. I just know it's something. Mm-hmm. With their enrollment, Damn. you can bump down to it, and it's yeah, high scoring games too. <laughs> All right, yes, uh, this will get to golf eventually. Uh, hang yeah. in there with us; we'll get there. <laughs> uh, I do have a listener question because uh, you didn't just coach football in, in Claire. Nope, you're just football in Brighton. Just football in Brighton. Okay, yep. so in Claire, you also were a coach for basketball. Yep. Okay. Yep. Tyler Rodenbow, thank you for your question. <laughs> Says, how, I want to word this exactly how he has it. Uh, how was his experience as a Claire freshman boys basketball coach? And how did he manage to get one of the best assistant coaches in the Claire area on his staff? <laughs> so, uh, I honestly, I really, really enjoyed my time uh, coaching basketball in Claire. Ended up being a million times more fun than I ever thought it was going to be. Um, so yeah, no, that was, that was nothing but, that was nothing but a good time. Uh, Tyler was, I don't even know how I ended up asking him to be an assistant. I don't know how it happened, but anyways, I asked him to be assistant. He ended up being great and he, I, he will be a very good basketball coach. His dad is a very good basketball coach. Yeah, He will follow in those footsteps. It was it was already evident in him just helping me out that he was going to be pretty good at it. So he has a part two to this. Uh, what are your thoughts on locals referring to you as Claire's version of Bobby Knight? <laughs> I, I don't think they actually refer to me as Bobby Knight. I will just say I've broken a few dry erase markers in my <laughs> freshman basketball career. What's the story? Gosh, that sounded bad. <laughs> what's 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 the story, Aaron? You got so the elusive technical. So I got you know, oh gosh. So I got teed up after a game finished. We fit. Holy, I haven't thought about this since it happened. Holy smokes! Um, we were playing Sanford Meridian. <laughs> we ended up playing the fourth quarter four on five. 
everybody fouled out. Only had four kids left. We have we have an opportunity. We're down by one with like ten seconds left. Bring it up court. Kid goes up for a layup. Our kid gets freaking hammered. They don't call it. We lose. So while the kids are going through the handshake line, like the referees are kind of like standing by the scores table. And I mean, it's freshman basketball. I was wrong. Shouldn't have done it. But I mean, I freaking lit the guy up. Like, dude, we just played the fourth quarter four on five. And kid got freaking hammered just going up for a layup and you let it go. I mean, like I used some different mm-hmm. words. Not that I was like do, do throwing you, F-bombs or anything like that. But I mean, when I, like, do you remember like in, uh, we were, I don't know, probably in grade school and then we'd get picked by, uh, the, the high school team or something to get uh, on teams and like, Saturday morning basketball. We'd be Saturday morning basketball, right? And un, unlike the other varsity players that weren't coaching, were actually like refereeing. Mm-hmm. I remember one one year. I think we we're like the Nets or something. And I go up for a layup and I get fouled. I told uh, Kyle Kobe, I said, "You're supposed to blow on your whistle, not suck on it." Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he looked yeah. at me, white as shit. I swear to God, it's exactly what I said to him. And everyone's like, what the? <laughs> that, that is an all-time story. One, one of the maybe best athletes, uh, probably the best athlete to ever go through that high the school. Best. And, the best. And how, how old were you? I don't know. Maybe I was just like a, I don't know, just like third, fourth, fourth grade. Fifth, maybe. That's freaking awesome. You told I don't me. Know. <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. I don't, yeah. And I just remember him, like, everyone was just kind of like, no, nah, just going. And I'm trying my hardest. And. I just remember going up for a layup and yeah. so, remember, so blowing your whistle and suck on it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it just, like I said, I was, I was wrong to do it. Um, I probably should have been a little more aware of who was in the bleachers at the time from a professional standpoint too. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my defense, they teed me up after the game. It literally doesn't make a effing difference. So <laughs> It is what it is. I, yeah. And for the record, so this is on the record. I went in oh, and apolog- it's definitely on the I, I apologize to the kids for yelling at the referee. We so we're good. Did you ever apologize to the ref? No. Or you still not friends today? No. No. Yeah. And he probably <laughs> no. didn't need it, right? No. Okay. We played the fourth quarter four on five. We get hammered going up for a layup Whoa. and you don't yeah. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Moving on. Man. Did you tell him to blow on the whistle, not suck on it? Next, uh, next time, tell him to blow on the whistle, not suck on it, and see, we what he, see, what, see how it goes. Nah, there you go. Yeah, keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that laugh was definitely not supposed to be a laugh. <laughs> I forgot to switch to the was second soundboard. Wow. It was supposed to be a wow. <laughs> so anyway, soundboard's not correct, so we're going to leave that go. Uh, Funny man. story though, Aaron. Oh, man. Let's just push a lot of people on. laughed. <laughs> yeah, that made me feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, Kyle, Kevin, do you have anything you'd like to jump in with right now before I move on? Uh, I got more uh, later, but we should probably get yeah, into same. some golf or something. We will soon. For people to stop listening to us all together, maybe. We we will soon. <laughs> There's funny stories that need to be mixed in here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um. I'm going to bounce back into football just briefly. Okay. That's going to bring up my question. Okay, good. Good. Um, scrolling through your, your Facebook and your Twitter, um, are you shorter than every player that was on your football team? Um, down there? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just it, from photos, it looked like it. Yeah. They're big, big kids down there. They're grown differently. 
Do you need some? Do you want, do you want to just have different like shoes? You need some Nike two seventies. Yeah, put some lifts in my shoes. You need to get those two seventies. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, they're freaking okay. huge down there. There's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Um, I am what I am. <laughs> I am what I am. It's just what I am. How was your experience of being attacked by a canine dog? <laughs> so, yeah, very briefly. So semifinal game last year, we played the number one team in the state, all divisions, Belleville. They've got, I don't know how many kids playing in for power five schools now. So Belleville, Brighton cards were kind of stacked against us a little bit. Uh, so our offensive line coach is a retired Ann Arbor uh, city police officer. So just kind of messing around, he said, just during staff meeting that week, just said like, Hey, if we somehow beat Belleville, um, like, I think I, I think I could get a, like a canine, like the, I know the canine cop in Ann Arbor. Um, maybe we can get him to come to like practice and like have you run out and like have, like we'll put you in the suit and like have him attack you. Like the kids would love that. So I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, cause we're going to play Belleville. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, you want, you really you want to win. Like you, yeah. Like we weren't going out there to lose or anything like that. But yeah. I mean, like we knew what we were up against. Ways we can beat them. <laughs> so, and he actually made it happen. So, uh, uh, I was like, I, I think it was a walk. I think I saw the video. Are you running on AstroTurf? Your yeah. team has AstroTurf and a dome? No. So um, in Brighton, there's like, the... What are you Bright- playing? Brighton, Silver Dome or something? <laughs> Brighton, there's a like a legacy center, which has like two like turf bays, basically. Um, and like our gotcha. whole playoff run, um, they were gracious enough to let us practice there. So we stayed out of the elements all so, week. So, so what would you get if you guys lost? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm going to start making bets with you then. I tell you what, he's not the greatest at bets. Which brings me to my next point here, Kevin. Thank you. You are just the best at that tonight. Uh, I'm killing it. Uh, a Twitter post from you, Aaron, 725 of 19. Oh, boy. I know what this is going to be about. Yep. I know what this is. My first Lions bet of the season has officially been made. Oh, shit. Lions will win 10-plus games. If it hits, Damn. at Colty underscore 20, will be trying out for the Milwaukee Hitmen semi-professional football team. If the Lions win six or fewer, I will try out for the Hitmen. Hashtag here we go. Freaking Matt Patricia was a fraud. I believed in <laughs> I believed in him up until like the beginning of this year. It is what it is. Let's turn That's the page. Great. Well, that brings me to a 9819, the follow-up for that. Up there for the worst bet I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad one. Makes sense. So if you're gonna bet with him, Kevin, you're yeah. probably gonna win. Probably. <laughs> All right, I got a listener question. Then, uh, <laughs> who is your preferred future Lions head coach, and why? So I would really like them to go after a college coach, preferably just somebody like a young offensive mind. I'm tired of like the. Not that Patricia was a like a recycled coach, but like the whole like coordinator guru thing. Like I just would rather them go after like some young guy from like college, and like if it works, great. If not, you're still the freaking Lions. Everybody expected it. You fire them. <laughs> you move on. We <laughs> wash, rinse, oh. repeat. Mm-hmm. So uh, to answer your question, who do I want it to be? 
Um, I would really like to see them make a push to try to somehow get Urban Meyer back into coaching. Girl. Um, mm. I would like to see Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, probably those two. But I will say, however, it's going to be interesting to see if Harbaugh at Michigan, what ends up happening there. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. We'll see. I don't okay. know. I don't so you, pipe dream, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't even know if that's so, a dream because so Michigan's not very good this year. Are you fully thinking they're going college then? Uh, knowing the Lions, probably not. I think they'll end up going after the I'm sh- it just it it like looks like it's being laid out that way. I think they're gonna end up getting the uh the 49ers guy. The defensive Yeah, he's right. from like Dearborn in the first place and like all his family's here. So I'm sure they'll go that route. Okay. Hopefully it works out. Like I said, if not, they're the Lions, you move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gotta be going into that job like zero expectation. Just you know, you could yeah. You can do terrible, and they're going to be like, it's the Lions. Ah, we'll give you three years. We're going to blame you a little bit, yeah. but yeah. mostly we'll like, just what, blame the owners. Yeah. You must have, like as a head coach, you must have so much gear. Like if you get fired, do you keep it? So, do you get rid of it? They just they, they just they talked that? about this on another podcast that I won't name. No free ads. That's right. No free ads. They just talked about this, and they said, what do you do? Because like, they were talking about Patricia. Like, what do you do with all that gear? I Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know. Give it a goodwill. I have no idea. I'm sure he has a shitload of it. Mm-hmm. Got like it. He has all the, like the Patriots and stuff. He he's got to keep some. Oh, of he it, kept the Patriots stuff. But he, he got kept frickin- the Patriots stuff. He got yeah. freaking huge. If you look at the pictures yeah. from yeah. when he, he got massive, yeah. he put on massive. Somewhere. Like he was literally wearing like the blue pullover. That was a blue tarp. By the like, <laughs> Jesus. yeah, the like guy. people make jokes about Andy Reid. I think he was bigger. Yeah, he's a big guy. Might have been bigger. You know, yeah. like in Flash's ring around and get any cheeseburger he wants in Kansas City or any barbecue. I like, I like Andy Reid. He's pretty funny. Yeah, Patricia's got some rings too. Whatever. By the way. <laughs> Kyle, do you have anything before I jump into golf? No, let's get into golf. All right, we we've reached the point we where we're turning the corner into golf. All right, I'm going to take my headphones off. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what's, the, what's the time, Mark? Mark this down. Uh, we're fine. <laughs> we won't you say. Works. Yeah. As a grounds crew member for Eagle Glen 2014. Now, you told me back when we had James on the podcast that you don't believe that he liked you. Why did you think that? I mean, it's true. Were you his bunker bitch? (laughs) No, you know, I mean, I was... I don't even know how old I was. I wasn't the greatest employee. I mean, you're, you're a college kid, and that job is freaking back-breaking work. And when I got that job, I guess I yeah. didn't really realize what I was getting into until it was happening, and it morning. was just like, F me. Like, what? why am I doing this? So <laughs> I definitely was not the uh, the greatest employee at all. Okay. <laughs> at <laughs> all. Okay. So it makes a little bit of sense how he could have been maybe frustrated with you. Yeah. At I, times. <laughs> yes. Okay. I brought that up to him after our podcast was done with him. His response was, who? Perfect. Who? Perfect. Great. About makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I had to explain who it was. Afterwards, he did remember you, but initially it was like, who is that? Yeah. Yeah. So are there any what? good Not stories that. from being the grounds crew? So I worked out there with 
I worked out there with Todd, so there Todd Weissong. So there was a lot. We had a lot of fun, and that probably maybe contributed to mm-hmm. <laughs> why maybe he didn't care for me. Um, but I'm just trying off the top of my head. We there was like one day where like everything on the course we were caught up, and he was like, "All right, like let's just we'll go golf up at like Snow Snake." whatever like on the clock so we're like sweet like we're like we're getting paid the golf yeah so we went up there as me todd and the mechanic and and james and uh <laughs> i step up of course i skull one into the woods todd gets up i think he did the same thing <laughs> and then our mechanic gets up and he's wearing like shooting glasses like orange lenses freaking <laughs> freaking heater hanging out of his mouth uh-huh. He freaking nice. just tops the hell out of it, and it like trickles forward like five feet, <laughs> three for three. James goes, "You freaking kidding me, John?" <laughs> <laughs> Not good golf played that day. <laughs> and it probably the only reason why from there. The, the only reason why it made funny is wearing like the shooting glasses, which I'm assuming words like safety glasses, but like the cigarette hanging out of the mouth. Freaking made it, and then he sculled it and freaking just trickled forward like oh, five geez. feet. It was awesome. I need to see him with like overalls on, just kind of walking the tee. Like, <laughs> there's no work to be done here, dude. But this is in our course. <laughs> well, that's wrong. I'm yeah. just gonna fix the sprinkler real quick. So, how's the golf game these days? So, I mean, I can honestly, it, not great. <laughs> in short, but I can honestly say that this year was the most that I've golfed. Um, just a big thing with me is I'm just like, I got to work on getting a consistent swing. And I think if I can get that down, like I'm going to be a very, like, I don't want to know about very, but I would be like a respectable golfer. Um, went out with Wyman and Springer at one point. Uh, I don't know when it was like middle of summer. I was golfing really well. And like Wyman kind of looked at me and was just like, Dude, I don't like this. I don't like how well you're playing right now. Like this isn't this isn't normal. So I just you know if I if I put the time in, um, I think it 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 would probably really help. It's just kind of one of those things where just with with football and just school and mm-hmm. kind of everything else going on. I just I haven't really dedicated enough time to it to get better. Right. Um. I mean, I, we we golf together up the nightmare. I was I was gonna bring that up. One Um, I was gonna bring up that we did go out and golf. Um, and I'm gonna try something here I haven't tried yet on the podcast. Ooh. Oh shit! Um, I'm shutting you off, Kyle. On the big screen, you're off. Let me see if we can maybe review this swing of yours. This is yeah. This is one of two clips. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've gotten better Ooh. since this swing. Great Just, stretch. So, so here we are. We're lined up very wide. I don't fairway. I don't very wide fairway. I like the setup so far. Seems I, like seems, I suggest longer shorts. Just like one inch. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> seems seems like a good setup. Lulu. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Right there, right there, right Lulu there. Lululemon. Uh, ooh, that ooh. went way left. <laughs> Like your attitude, though. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. You hit, um, you hit a second shot, went to the woods in the right. I think yep. the third one found the fairway. Yep. Yep. Right, right edge. Yes. Yes. Play that again. So, 
So we're going right. to... Kyle, Kyle, do you have any breakdown yeah. to this? Hey, I'm trying to get better. Break, yeah. the, break it down. So Everybody break do it down. Okay, so here he is. Right. Shoes are too white. That's, that's very athletic. If you yes. were to put your club down and then sit down and like try to put the ball on a tee, I, I made fun of you. But great yes. job. Right, I'm so going to pause it right here. Good, good. I'm going to pause it right here. I, when I put something on Instagram, there was somebody that, that sent a question in. And it was more of a statement mm-hmm. than a question. I think mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was a question. Um, how is it you can wear those shorts with calves like that is their main <laughs> question. I got to work on it. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. We'll so be, we'll, we'll be keep better going. next year. We'll, we'll be keep, better next we'll year. We'll keep going from here. You're like Phil Mickelson next year. Hey, okay. Hang on. Okay, hang, pause, on hang on. 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 Okay. In my defense. All right. I bought freaking Lululemon shorts. I didn't realize they were going to be that short. It is what it is. When they're those hundred and whatever dollars that on, they were, they're on Amazon for. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Five percent off. Look at the inseam. Yeah, yeah. That's if, true. if you're buying a five inch inseam, what the hell's the inseam? That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, a lot of thigh. Hey, we know now. We move on. All okay. right, all right. Roll it, Kyle. Do you have any breakdown so far? Uh, we'll pause it here in just a second once okay. he gets completely. Let me know. Up. Let me know when to pause this. Mm. All right, right there. Okay, that's so pretty we're, good. We're paused here. Okay, so Anything. just from that from that point, um, you remind me of a young Walker Van Hoos with those, you know, the short shorts coming up uh, from the Mid Michigan Masters we talked about last podcast. <laughs> yep, they were probably um, same, close to same age at that time, actually. Yeah, so following the same, uh, same footsteps, maybe. That, that spine tilt, uh, you talked about earlier that you're not that tall, so to try to stand you up a little bit taller, that butt of the club should be right about your belly button, right there it's to about yeah. your belt buckle. Okay. So stand up a little bit taller. Okay. I should have brought a notepad. And from there. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry. Just listen just to the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. After, you yeah listen right. up, after you listen we to the podcast. We can make this a trailer. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll easy. try to listen to this one. <laughs> all right, Kyle, I'm gonna, we're going to move on from here. Let me know if we need to stop it at all. <clears throat> all right. Let's try to slow this down. We, right so there. So stiff. Right there. So bad. Here, like when, like, is that a half swing? Yeah, you have a physical limitation there. I don't know what happened. We're gonna go back just a bit. It's just the that that's great. That's good. Bending your knees. That's bad. Looks better in slow motion. Am I I jamming myself too close to the ball? So yeah, so right there you can see. Does um, does the ball get over hip high? Uh, Knee high. I I teed it teed it low. Let it go. Yeah, low t- <laughs> that's the phrase that everybody uses when driving, oh, no. right? Low, let it go. Yeah, but I let it fly. I like this part right here, but just a like, bit. Big like, smile. Like, <laughs> he yeah. loves it. Hey, that wasn't bad he, for me. He loves it. It was expected. Get, <laughs> yeah. he you didn't it. get it on camera, did you? <laughs> no. What you don't have here is the audio of the video where, where he says, he says, Wide open fairways right here. He goes, this is my dream hole. And then when he backs up after teeing it up, he goes, let's see if I can F it up. <laughs> and then he does that. And we go, yep, you just did. Yeah. Yep. So my, my, my uh, just a couple of things, I'd have you stand up a little bit taller. And then from that aspect, when you take the club back, as you go into the ball, your ass goes so far to the golf ball, like from setup. Go where your setup is. If you go where the setup is and see where you are now and see at impact, your butt moves so far. Too much inward. rotation. So here, your butt so much that's probably eight inches that okay. you're 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 going into the golf ball. So try okay. to stay back in that aspect. Feel like your back's you know, your bottom side's like on like a wall. 
and just and just try to like pivot that way. Okay. That correct pivot will help you out. So <laughs> from you. from comedy to education. Yeah. Use yeah. it. Use this. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. Okay. Good. And what, Thank you. And, and what hold are you on? And how many beers deep are you? Because that has a lot probably a lot to do with it. I don't remember. I, I have one more thing I want to get to. Podcast Doc says two drinks. That day was right here. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know if you can see this, Kyle. We'll try to zoom in just a bit here. But if you can see what's going on here, hmm. this is a green okay. with people that we're not golfing with. <laughs> and here's here's Brian, who he was riding with in a line of trees, and you're aimed at the trees. <laughs> Yeah, right here. I'm just trying to use three iron, just trying to punch it through. <laughs> so our tee box oh. was over here, and it simply it, put, it made its way over here. That is what it is. Just a just a good three iron punch. I like it. Yeah, I just, like uh, it. You would be one of you'd be one of Soppy's favorite customers. Yes, everyone likes yeah. the threes, the fours, and the fives. Yeah, because you're punching it. You know, you and honestly, overwater the plant. You know, honestly, I think that might be the plant. I think that might be part of the problems. It's just clubs. I don't. I don't know if it's user error. I think it's just the clubs. I just need to get fitted. You, I'm using. Atwood, I'm using Atwood. I literally my whole entire golf bag, I bought from Brian. Okay. Maybe part of the problem. Brian is a very good golfer. However, so there's probably a lot of good swings left in that thing. Come on. Eh. With so, me, I don't know. So, what? What is one of your favorite golf phrases that you use on the course? Mm. Oh, boy. Didn't let it go. He already said Well, it. he said the one, but there's one that comes to mind. <laughs> oh, boy. That happens a lot, I believe. At least I heard it a lot. Uh, would it be maybe toad it? Ah, yeah. Ah, toad always, it. Always. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I was either that or a bad word. So it was, just, yeah. it was in between the two. <laughs> I wasn't definitely sure. Toad it. Yeah. Uh. I, I don't know why I started doing that. I, it was one time I was out with Brian. I actually legitimately towed one. Mm-hmm. And ever since, every time I had a bad shot, even if I didn't tow it, I just got ah, towed it. <laughs> Do you guys have anything like that? Do you guys have any golf phrases? Where's that? Yeah. Or anything that you guys. Mm. Good layup. I say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good, yeah. Oh, good mess. That's a good mess. <laughs> yeah. I usually go up to the green and be like, that was good, right? Like I'll miss it and be like, that was good, right? Like you know how you like yep. you have like a like putt, you hit it, hit it to like two and a half feet, like just about that time and like you like step into the putt, but you don't really like set your feet, but you like have one foot in and hit it and like and you miss it, you're like, ah, that was good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably yep. mine. So a good follow for you guys is scumbag golf on Instagram. Okay. What one of the barstool guys shows okay. A lot of good tricks that I'm putting into the arsenal for next season. I'm not going to reveal them. It's out there. But tricks as in to improve your game or tricks as fun on the course? To improve. Okay. So good. Okay. Just the name scumbag To improve your score or improve your game? Because it sounds like cheating to me. We'll see. (laughs) I told it. I told it. (laughs) Found it. But I told it. It, Looking at that account and like, it just it kind of reminds me of me like i can see myself like doing that kind of stuff like out at firefly unfortunately i hate to admit that but some of the stuff he's doing just kind of like man i could really see myself doing that like that seems like something i would do (laughs) kyle do you have any golf uh related questions 
Um, yeah, what's a, what's a handicap? What are we talking here? What are we, what are we shooting? <sighs> Couldn't tell you what my handicap is. No idea. Uh, do you play, do you play in scrambles? Like, do you play like, there's a couple times where like Springer has this, I don't know, he has, always has his out and he has, and he has like a four person scramble. Do you do that at all? Or like, what, what's your like favorite type, like format then? Like, yeah, I mean, I literally just go out. Like if somebody asked me to go golf, that's what I do. Like mm-hmm. I'm probably the least golf person that you guys have had on so far. Mm. Unfortunately. I might doubt that. I, I mean, like I enjoy oh, like I like I enjoy doing like scrambles and stuff. Like honestly, I don't and that probably has to do with the fact that I'm not the great I sound like an I'm an absolutely just god awful golfer. I'm I don't think I'm that no. bad. No. But like I don't I'm not good enough to where like I consistent, and that's probably part of the reason why I still I'm not great is I don't consistently yeah. keep score. Like I just go out there and just like I just kind of I'm not great. Freaking hit the white ball around and let's go. Like what are we doing? Yep. Yeah. To so I like let you, it fly. Had, yeah. To so, let it go. So this during this podcast we've had Pryor say he's playing the most golf he's ever played this year. Mm-hmm. Kevin saying he's playing the most golf he's ever had this year. You, we had Searsaw. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple, multiple people here that are able to Kaiser, get out there and play golf. Kaiser. Mm-hmm. So it's, all it's crazy to me. that, that our amount of yeah, golf. I mean, like by, so Good. like <clears throat> me, Wyman, Kenny Smith, and Seth Baginski went out at Bucks Runs last day, mm. however many weeks ago that was. I remember that. Um, and like, I mean, I got a tremendous amount better since even when we golfed at the Nightmare. I'm not claiming that I'm good or anything like that. But I mean, like, like I said, if I would get consistent yeah. with it and actually put a little bit of time yeah. into it, yeah. the, like it would, the I would greens, be okay at it. The greens were pretty fast when we were there at the Nightmare too. Oh, so yeah. I think yeah. that added yeah. a good number of strokes. Yeah. was yep. just how fast that was. Yep, it was. It It's a wide and open tr- course, so that kind of does play to my strengths. But yeah, the, the putting yeah. was a and whole then you, then you go to a Bucks run. And then everything's like tree lined, and then from yeah. there, just like they'll take right. your lunch. That that was that was my first time at Bucks Run, um, and I say I really didn't know anything about it, but I could mm-hmm. I can understand like why you've said that that's one of the nicest courses that you've ever golfed at, and like that's in our mm-hmm. backyard basically. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. it was end of season, so it, I mean it it kind of it is what it is. But I could see like peak season, like. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. Like that course would be yeah. beautiful. They can get season. them to run to eleven. I mean, yep. the good thing about it is the price point's a little bit high, right? Um, but that's what's good about bike runs because they can they can run the the greens a little bit faster, make it a little more true, right? So you do get that kind of you know you're paying for it, and yep. so there's not as many people, it's not as much traffic, but just the sites and you're able to the tee boxes and everything. It's I I can I can understand why it's priced where it's at i mean that it it is the nicest course in the area for sure for yeah. sure kevin any uh golf questions no no i got okay. another one go ahead uh what's your favorite club my favorite club you know honestly three iron just punching out with it <laughs> no i can't hit the three iron at all you know honestly i'm like my pitching wedge i'm like i'm decent at if I can get off the tee box, it gets a little iffy in there. But like when it comes to putting it onto the green, like I'm pretty consistent with my pitching wedge. Um, and I think actually 
Atwood could attest to that because he's told me that a couple of times that like you know you get around the green mm-hmm. like you need to chip on like mm-hmm. you're pretty consistent with that so yeah, if, a, if I can just get to that point then I think I'll you I'll had be a good okay. bunker shot that day yeah. we went to oh, yeah that was posted on uh, on the gram <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the story yeah I so play are you, are you, Nice little head I play nod. all the sand a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that was the best thing. When you zoom in and he noticed I was filming, he gave it that. Yep. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Nice. I did that. Good was good. shot. That was good. So so from there, do you, like after your round, do you go right straight to the cart or do you go to your car and then you just go, you guys go straight home? Do you go into the, the pro shop and settle bets and have a beer? Do you go to like somewhere else to go eat? Yeah, are you a, that are you a better that? on the course? <sighs> yeah. I mean, he's not a good better. We've been, yeah, I mean, I'll make bets, yeah. but so like, honestly, like I golfed with my cousin Kenny and like bags, a whole bunch. And then Wyman and like, anytime I golfed with them this year, like they always were like making these bets, like hold a hole, blah, blah, blah. And it just like, it never ended up like we never ended up paying each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nothing I ever see, ended I up see happening. I can definitely see Wyman doing that. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know well, if that was all Wyman. I don't want to pin that on him. Eh, it probably was. He but... would write you a check, I'm sure. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> sure he's, not, he's not doing Venmo or check Cash book? App. No. Because he always says, <laughs> oh, the first time that crashes, you guys are screwed. Yeah. That's what he always says. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so what phrase... do I owe you? Click, click, 75 cents? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The old phrase, <laughs> deep pocket, short wallet. arms. Forgot my wallet. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> you with a forgotten wallet there. You do bring up Wyman. Uh, he's a pretty well-known person on this podcast. He is actually family to you. Yep. Um, the process of becoming family, there is a story that goes along with a possible card mishap and picking up your suit for the wedding. What is this story? Yeah, so... <laughs> so... We got fitted for... So instead of running suits he was just like hey like i don't know if it's men's warehouse or whatever it was had like a deal going like let's just go like get fitted for suits we'll buy them like he got them mm-hmm. so we're like okay great so <laughs> we went and got fitted for these suits blah 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 we go to pick them up or whenever it was i don't want you to blah 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 through any good parts <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, do you want me to get to the process of like us? Because there's like a whole story behind that of like us even getting to the point of us paying for them. Okay. Well, I think I know about that process. We can skip a little of that. But to me, but paying, for there's it, a good part there. to me yes. paying for it. Yes. So we go to pick up our suits and like, like everybody goes, everybody's paying. So I get up and the kid, my card. <laughs> He like swipes it and he like looks up at me quick. I'm like, <laughs> he goes, how, like, how well do you know everyone here? I'm like, uh, like pretty well. Like why? Yeah, they're like family. It's like you, <laughs> I can't remember the exact number, but it was something like you owe $2 and like 42 cents. My debit card. Damn. <laughs> I money yeah. on my debit card. <laughs> Overdraft protection. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Earlier in that day, I believe you bought a watch. Yeah. That <laughs> kiosk. It was a good you, deal. Yeah, put you over. <laughs> put you over a bit there. It was a good kiosk. deal. It, it was a good deal. It is what it is, but yeah. Yeah, I owed him $2.03. I don't know who ended it or whatever, whatever it was. It was something just completely random. 
I don't think I had cash on me either at that point. Of course not. Somebody else paid for it. I'd squared up with them eventually. I'm sure <laughs> of it. Yeah. Classic. But, that'd be, uh, that'd be hilarious. That. If you, that'd be hilarious if you had whatever. I had absolutely hate. Of course, like. Two dollars and three cents. I'll bet you two dollars and three cents each hole. Or, or there we go. This front I side will, or back I, side. Yeah, I'll have to do some digging to see exactly what the number was. But I absolutely hate that that is on record now of happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. Can yeah. we edit that out? We'll edit that out. No, we're good. We're good. So you don't you don't remember who so. paid it? No idea. Oh, couldn't tell you. So Springer's at home right now listening to this like that. Like I was. It owes me two dollars and three. It, it, it cents. wasn't Springer, but knowing Probably Springer, he. Nick. It, it probably was, but knowing Springer, he's going to claim that he did. Probably, <laughs> that's yes. true. Yes, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, Nick, not, not Nick, moment, Nick messaged me and says that he has probably paid for your golf more than you have paid for your golf. He so you get you got to understand you got to understand. So Wyman. I think it probably it, was Nick. Wyman, brother. It, yeah, it was. I love you Nick to. to death. He can sometimes be a little overdramatic with the stories. Can we all agree on that? Can okay. we agree on that? Okay. Please. Yeah, I know what you're talking okay. about. Like, hey, like I've used the excuse of, hey, forgot my wallet a ton. All right. Mm-hmm. But not to the degree of what Wyman would make it sound like. He okay. makes it sound like I like go out with like regularly not going out with it. That's not the case. <laughs> okay. Now, it's my fault that I have been in situations where I have needed to pay for something and I don't have my wallet. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, so on the flip side of Wyman being overdramatic, how about one where he maybe underplayed something? You went on a house call for, oh, yeah. for a body with him. <laughs> you went on one and only so one. Better. better. So he, he actually got me and Pryor were talking about this earlier. He actually started to talk about this when he was on with you guys. And then you, I mean, you just, we, some, you got, you get sidetracked easily mm-hmm. on here. Yes, we um, do. So he actually, he ended up not telling the story. So it was probably two years ago in like August. And, uh, he calls me, it's like five o'clock, six o'clock. He's like, Hey, like just had a call. Um, in the like, morning. No, no, no. At night. Oh, sorry. Okay. At night. He's like, you know, the, just had a call. Um, the guys that usually, um, help me go on the runs or whatever, or busy or on vacation, whatever it was like, would you like mind helping out? And I was just kind of like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just hang. I'm like, well, like, when do you need to know by? He's like, well, this like kind of soon. Like I'll try to find somebody. It's something like that. So I'm like, well, like I'll, like, I'll let you know. So I hang up the phone and my mom's like, well, who's that? Well, it's Nick. He needs help. Uh, like picking up somebody. And she's like, well, like going literally. I'm like, I, I don't know. And she freaking ripped me. She's like, (laughs) are you, are you, are you kidding me? You're not going to go and help him. I'm like, no, I don't want to go pick up a dead body. She's like, that is, that is the most, that is one of the most noble and respectful things that you can do. You're going. I'm like, and that's when you knew that. that I'm like, Nick all right. I'm like, okay. Here's your you know, shirt. I mean, like, Here's in, your tie. You're going. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I kind of had it in my back of my head. I mean, him being my brother, I'm like, you know, yeah, I knew it was something that I needed to do. I'm sure I would have went and done it anyways. But like mm-hmm. my mom saying like, you're freaking doing it. Like go quit being a baby. <laughs> so I throw on my suit, blah, 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 run into town, meet him at the funeral home. 
He's like, so like guys in Loomis, uh, you know, like if the, uh, <laughs> perfect, I know. Right. So he's like, you know, like if the, uh, like MMR's done this job, like I'll be in the bag, like we'll just have to throw him in the back. Like we're good. We'll be in and out of there. No big deal. Yeah. Like he's like, you won't, like you won't even have to see it. Nothing. He'll be in the bag. We'll get out of there. I'm like, okay, sweet. Like, perfect. So we get up there. As soon as we pull in, Wyman just goes, oh, God. So there's, like, state copper there. He's not in the bag. <laughs> the guy's laying in his front yard. <laughs> so, so we it's get a great Christmas, Christmas story quote. So we get out. Like, the guy. Oh, so, <laughs> so, we, so we get out. The guy's laying in his front yard in Loomis. And. Nick just kind of looks at me and just like, I got like, sorry, man. So like the guy <laughs> had like had a heart attack, like in his front yard, he had like walked down to the party store. Um, and like sitting next to him was like, was like a freaking thing of butt ice, like mm -hmm. a slice of pizza and like a can of soup mm -hmm. and like a loaf of bread. But he had been, it's a dead of summer. So it's freaking hotter than hell out. Mm hmm. And he had been sitting there for like a few days and like a few days. Yeah. Like his sister, what? like hadn't his like sister, like hadn't heard from him in like a couple of days or something like that. So that was when like, she realized like uh, something might be wrong while well, she, he had like, so like what happened is he had walked down to the party <laughs> store, bought that stuff, went back to his house and like sat down in his front yard, must've like known that he was probably having the big one. And he had like a, like a, he had like a, he had like a flower pot, a big, a big heart attack, you know, Kyle, come on. He had like a flower pot right? made out of like a whiskey barrel that they had like cut the top off of. Yep. And he must've like sat down on it, had his, like had, I'm assuming he had a heart attack. I'm just assuming I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, dropped over. So that was where we found him was like laying like over the, so, and then like the, the state cop, I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about this. I'm sorry, Wyman, but like, then the, like the state cop, he, was just he's like, the one that asked me to ask okay, you about, okay, this. okay, so then we're go good. ahead. So then the state cop is like, we have to treat this like a criminal investigation. Like we need to undress this guy. And so I'm standing there like, holy <laughs> yes. you took the best run <laughs> to go on. So you guys at, do Wyman, that, right? Wyman literally looked at me that. and just like, Wyman goes, Wyman goes, I, Wyman well, goes, this is like, this isn't like my first time picking up a body and like having a state like trooper here. Like I've never had this happen before. And the guy's like, Oh, well, nobody's as thorough as me. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right. Well, I just worked you with someone. Your mom. Yeah. See what you got me into. He's mom? like, he's like, I just picked, he's like, I just picked up somebody like last week and like had a state copper there. And like, this didn't happen. And the guy's like, Oh, well, what, what was his name? He's like, I don't freaking know. Yeah. So the guy, the guy's like, he made us like undress the guy and like, we had to take like pictures for like an investigation and like there's cars drive. This isn't the guy's freaking front yard in Loomis. And I mean, it's right next to 10. So, I mean, there is some traffic like going in and out of there. Yeah. So Nick's like, like, we're not like, I can't have like cars driving by and like seeing this. So he's like, Aaron, just go into the, go into the van. There's a big, huge white sheet in there. Just grab it. And like, you just need to drape it. Like just as wide as you can get your arms. So like I stood there for like 15 minutes, like draping it, like over this, like 
in between like the sky and the road. So people driving by, yeah. oh, sorry, yeah. people driving by, like couldn't see him laying in the front yard. It was just, it was absolutely bizarre. And like, it's a dead body and like, it's my first run. So like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking at it. And so like Nick always tells the story, like, yeah, I looked at Aaron and he's like, just looking at the road, like doing whatever he can to like, not look at the poor guy. I don't blame you. Know? Yeah. So anyways, we finally, we get all that squared away. We got him into the bag. <laughs> we get him into the van. I'm like, I'm speechless at like what just happened. So we're driving back into Claire and like, we're like by like the industrial park there by like Benchley's. Mm-hmm. And he just like, he turns to me and he's like, I'm like, he's like, I'm super sorry, man. He's like, <laughs> I, he's like I had no idea. He's, he's, like, like, I had no, he's like, I had no idea that was going to happen. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I could think of a million ways worse to go than me going getting a freaking 40 a beer and mm-hmm. falling over dead in my front yard. Like, I guess if I'm going to go, like, that's not a terrible way to go. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they do have good so, pizza in Loomis, though. Th- they do. It's very good. It is. Very good. Yeah. But so yeah. that that was the, the first and probably the last time I went and picked up a body with Nick. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what's the, the best part about being an uncle? Cause now you are a new, a new uncle. They have a, a child. Uh, yeah. is it, is it the food, free food constantly? They're eating all their food. Is that it? <laughs> so Wyman would claim yeah. that I was over there eating their food all the time as is like, I'm close with both of them. So I was over there a lot. It, <laughs> I would hope don't so. Let was him your dog, sister. Don't let him dog me as much as he probably does because I'm sure I'll he enjoys in. my company. It is, you know. Let's and, be clear, it has nothing to do with the kid. You were over there eating the food before the kid. Before the kid. That's right. true. Right. I, I have been close to them before the kid. Now, That's true. now that now that Emerson's in the world, uh I'm back here every single weekend and uh spend the time with them and it, it is it's great. It's it's awesome being an uncle for sure. Okay. Good. Anything from uh, Kyle, Kevin here that you'd like to get into before I jump ahead again? I think my last question was about what's your favorite club, and then we got talking into dead bodies, you know, dead guys. Yeah. So. Pitching wedge. How did that even happen? Uh, how did that happen? You mentioned Wyman and golf and how he overdoes dramatic things, and then okay. when he downplayed you here. That was organic then. Yeah, yeah, so my next one here, you visited the house that Billy Madison was filmed in. What? What? What's uh? What is that? What's that story? Where, where was so, that at? So my girlfriend in college is was from uh, Toronto, um, and the Billy Madison house is located in. Uh, it's, it's one of the suburbs of of Toronto, um. So it was really close to where she was from, um. And I was just there for a weekend during the summer, and uh, she was just like. You know, the, like Billy Madison house is only like 30 minutes from here. I'm like, heck yeah, like, let's go. So it's, so it's actually really a like historical site by, it's like a national landmark of Canada. <laughs> and I the, bet it is. And the movie so, didn't so, make it that. It was that no, before no, the No, yeah, no, it's some like huge oh, historical, oh. I don't freaking know. I, I So anyways, you like, you need like, you can't just like walk back in there or whatever, but. We did. And like the people like back by like the like pool where they're like riding the jet skis mm-hmm. and stuff. There's like yeah, yeah. like a young girl like working or whatever. And 
we're just like, hey, like we're just like we're taking pictures. Like it's Billy Madison house. It's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Just like take pictures, like don't touch anything. Just get like, the fuck out. Go on your way. <laughs> so yeah, we like we took pictures and stuff and got out of there. But yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, it was any, wild that it was like see a, any penguins. I was gonna ask, was a penguin wander? No, no penguins. Is there any any no, tents? Any tents? No, no, no there wasn't. Uh, no pitching wasn't. wedges with the uh, ice cubes. Yeah, nine <laughs> Water buffalo. <laughs> The revolting that blob. That is correct. <laughs> I've been to the I've been to the Field of Dreams house. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Where was that at? Iowa. You know? <laughs> is this heaven? heaven? Yeah. No, it's Iowa. It's, it's Iowa. really in Iowa. It really is. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good to know. Dubuque. Ooh, Somewhere around Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So awesome. Yep. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Listener question here, uh, Brent Luplo. Uh, you coach with him. Yep. Sent something in here for you. He wants to know if you feel any remorse for winning the big pig award on the back of a pig that everybody now knows was juiced. Or is it just when you're going to consider it the steroid era of 4-H? Hashtag Swiney Sosa. So, God. So, I grand, I grand, I grand champion swine. So I did four H from I was six years old until seventh grade. So it was thirteen, something like that. So I got grand champion swine, which is basically the equivalent of best pig in the county. Um, no big then, deal. But yeah, it, no big deal. Good pig. Some pig. Good pig in that. Great pig. pig. But then pig. when I was ten, I got best rate of gain, which basically means your pig gained the most weight from initial mm-hmm. weigh-in until like the weigh-in at the fair. So basically you have the fattest pig. So big like gains. my pig weighed like 315 That's, pounds. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's thick. He, yes. Huge Two pig. C's. So it's not necessarily a good thing, but like they give you a trophy for it. Cause I, it must be like, it shows that you like, it was well-fed. You like, you took good care of it. I don't freaking know. I don't know. They give you a trophy. I don't for know. It. My dad raised it, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> You can feed them, you can feed them, and I don't know if they can anymore or whatnot, but basically there's like a type of food that you can give them that basically acts as like how steroid does with mm. like humans, like less less fat, more muscle. So, so I, it wasn't anything like crazy or anything like that. And I can honestly say that, that pig was fat as shit. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't freaking like some like, Hulk pig or anything like that. It was freaking, it was huge. It was a freaking fat pig. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Bobble, so, Bobble. yeah, that I wouldn't read too much into that. It's not that impressive to get rain gain <laughs> or whatever the heck they call it. I don't know. You getting swole? Big gains? Yeah. <laughs> getting thick? Hashtag Hulk pig. I like that. Uh, uh, Swiney salsa. I, and like I, I said, like I don't, too. I don't I like know if you too. can still, I don't know if you can still use, if they still do use that stuff. I don't know. This was like 2003. So probably a lot has changed. Okay. That's not, crazy that he would ask that, that Brent would ask that. Did he do 4-H? Like, the, the I coaches... I assume so? No, he didn't. So, like, the Brighton coaches, like, think that, like, Claire is, like... All Amish? Yes. Think we're, like, mm. Amish, freaking redneck, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like <laughs> Exactly what Avon thinks of Danville, which is, like, um, two miles yeah. out. So, and they're, like... Exactly the way. Any big tractor that goes on the main road, like, oh, the best they're going to Danville, you know them? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's basically just something like that, and they just think we're just like rednecks. And I must have brought up that, or maybe Brent did that. 
like I used to do 4-H and hmm. that's all I have. So. <laughs> Another question here. Uh, how difficult is it to stuff a bar top bat into a pair of chinos? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't got to tell this story, do I? I don't. It's I, up to you. I, I think time? you do because I have no idea what he's talking yeah. about. So <sighs> I hate that we this have is all the time in the world. Right Kyle already I, made us start at ten thirty. So I, li- I literally hate that this is going to be on record. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, we're recording I, this. Like, I was, we started. It was yesterday. I, it's just tomorrow. I was a lot. <laughs> that's true. I was a lot younger then, so I would never do anything remotely this stupid now. Mm-hmm. All been there. <sighs> God, I don't even want to tell the story. Okay. Anyways. Well, I guess you could just tell how difficult it is to shove it in your. You get married yeah, in your yeah, early twenties yeah. or what? Let's 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 just keep it at that. Stephen Springer's bachelor party. I was twenty two, and we went into some random bar downtown Chicago, and I guess they had like a Michelob Ultra, like bar mat thing on the bar, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like I. You want it? Sounds that so stupid. Bar, it sounds so stupid. Like I must have grabbed it, and it's stupid. That was dumb. That was literally dumb. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you just grabbed it. Yeah. And and, well, and, shoved and it like try and like I like I guess I was trying to be like sneaky about it, and then like the bartender just like pulled like spring or Wyman aside and was just like, "Hey, like he just took that. Like just get it from him or whatever." Yeah. So they just like went got it and like took it back. Stupid. Mm-hmm. It was very stupid. Very stupid. Okay. Did he do anything stupid think, like I'm that in Milwaukee? What the shots called? No, no, he didn't. Nope. I, no, see, nobody exactly. did anything that is stupid how much, in Milwaukee. Yes. No, nope, nobody did. Nobody did, and it's specifically not me. I kept it together. I kept <laughs> there it together. You go. Attaboy. Stevens, that yeah, that just wasn't good. Everybody loves to talk about that weekend, Stevens' weekend, dude. I tell you, it's probably easier to fit a bar mat in your pants than it is to fit a big mug in your pants. I've done that. There we go. I feel and, walk, like, and I've walked out. I feel it. a million times better already. That's on record now. I have stolen a big mug from the. Yeah. The trick is you walk in with a big mug in your pants. They and will then never know. Walk out. Yes. Nobody even asked questions about why there's a gigantic mug in my pants as I walked out of the. I think it's uh, casual. The door guy was just like, "Yeah, have good night." <laughs> What's that? I might have that. Yeah, you probably know, do. You you probably do. I that think was when I we did, lived and in then I put like a decal on it. I'm pretty sure I have it right here in my. You probably do. Yep. <sighs> you probably do. Because you're at the corner of <laughs> where they're more worried about people stabbing each other than mugs mm-hmm. getting yeah. taken out of the. I have a. <laughs> I have the. I have. I have all the cups that you stole. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Wow! Throws wow. around those words. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, there you I'm going to go one more question here. Uh, have you ever coached a game with a disconnected headset? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to keep it at that. Okay. Yes. Do, yes. do you do like okay. smoke signals or what do you do? Yeah. yeah. That, yes. that leads yes. to more questions. Yes. Yes. A lot of hand signals. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just very quickly. Yes. They gave me like a dummy headset. This was when I was in Claire. They gave me a dummy headset and like I had like the big, a lot of teams don't do it anymore. <laughs> but like, do you remember watching college games where they like teams would hate, yeah. like they would hold up the huge sign with just stupid random pictures on it, yeah. which actually was some sort of like, they have a system yeah. behind it, but we didn't have a system for it. Um, but we just, me and Brent kind of thought it would be cool. Like hold up like 
a dummy board and like that. We're just we we had so you so, held up a dummy board coaches. with your dummy headset on. Yeah, we just like we're out of headsets. <laughs> what a so dummy. I was like, well, you can't hold that up and like not have a headset on like that defeats the purpose. So mm-hmm. like just like took one of the old mm-hmm. they had gotten new headsets. Took one of the old headsets and yeah, I think that lasted. I like always a game. think about that with like the third string quarterback <laughs> that's like has a headset on that's like trying to like talk like he's I, really important. But it's like your third string dude, like yeah. how are you that important in yeah. the whole deal of things? Yeah, if there's if there's that many people signaling, and two of them are complete BS, and one of them is well, kind of smart hot. though. What's that? So that's kind of smart though. Yeah, no, it is. There's, I mean, there's a whole system behind the whole board thing. It uh, changes like from third team base, to team. They have like third, like three third base coaches just giving yeah. signals left and yeah. right, and you're like, oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. We're going to circle back around to golf here. I'm going to end this with a, a little golf stat. Uh, a pretty crazy golf stat, I believe. So golf podcast, we'll get back to it here. Lexi Thompson, 25 years old. Next month. She will make her 14th U.S. Women's Open start 14 times. She's 25 years old. Oh, holy fuck. She qualified for a U.S. Open at the age of 12. Jeez. Professional tournament at the age of 12 and has turned pro at 15. But she will have 14 starts by the age of 25. Good Lord. Yeah, she was at the uh, uh, PGA Merchandise Show. And I think she was, I think she was with Cobra at the time as well. And we're walking around and, and she was like the newest Michelle Wee. Like she was the, the Cobra of Michelle Wee because Michelle Wee was always Nike and stuff like that. So she has like the newest and the best. So I'm over here, you know, I just graduated or I'm in school, like 19, 20 years old in this like 13, 14 year old. Badass. Lexi Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> like playing really well. And I'm like going through and be like, Hey, can I get your autograph? <laughs> like everyone, everyone is just sitting there, like, like she's a stud. Like she can hit it far. Sure, like her irons are good. She puts well. And I'll never forget. She was wearing like this teal, like head to toe, just fucking jumpsuit, just like she does now. Like she wears the same thing. Um, but it was just funny that I'm like, really, like, like I'm waiting in line, and everyone was, because no one wanted to hear Lou Lou Holtz talk about golf and like another like down the other wing he was in the in the pga show um but everyone wanted to hear him because he was a, a member of the master or he's a member at augusta national so everyone thought that he was like the bee's knees at the time but i just thought that was pretty crazy that michelle we or lexi thompson is what 25 you said so yep. Yep. yeah when i saw her when she was 14 yeah that's She's real. I mean, if if you got her autograph, I don't remember you saying you did or not. Yeah, I did. I know me writing my name at that age has completely different <laughs> than me writing my age yeah. now. So I mean, would that right. signature even be I, recognizable as worth I don't anything? Because it's I might have it really because different. it's one of those things. Like I don't know. I keep like the name tags. Like every time I go to the PGA show, I have like my name and like what club I'm with or who I'm affiliated with. And mm-hmm. It's just kind of a memorable thing. Like my dad has his, when I, when I got him tickets to go, um, and see the newest and latest greatest things. Um, but it's, it was pretty sweet. So I'm not sure if I still have that or not, but I had that, that same year I had like Butch Harmon, um, a couple other like top 
100 instructors, but I remember Lexi Thompson for sure. Okay. Crazy. So. Well, that's uh, that's all I have for this week, episode 19. Uh, I would like to thank Kyle for uh, making time to do this after a 10 o'clock uh, getting out of work. Long work day. Thank you, Kevin, after... I don't know if you work today, but thanks for coming here as late as you did to make it work. Aaron, thank you for uh, I guess an emergency fill-in that yeah. at, at some point you yeah. were going to be on. Yeah, I got called out of the bullpen. Yeah, so. maybe. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Pre- appreciate you guys having me on. Um, thanks, Nick, for dealing with a bunch of people this week to figure out uh, <laughs> yeah, if right, show or not. Everything. That was a process. Um, Aaron, Good luck with uh, teaching and coaching and whatever you got left going on this year and, you know, going forward. Thank you. Can I count on you to be a member of the Mid-Michigan Masters next year when we get that thing rolling? One million percent. Awesome. Beautiful. Good, look good. That's you know, a good percentage. Good, good to hear that. Um, that is episode 19. Thank you, everybody listening in. Have a good night. We'll see you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. But but if you want to keep recording, that's fine too because I have one more little thing. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> mm, one uh, one more last last thing. This better one be last good. one last 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 thing. Okay, last <clears throat> last thing. Go. It says this stat. This is Dustin Johnson. He's number one in the world. Dustin Johnson's 106th career week at number one ranking in the world, tying Rory McIlroy for third most all time. Mm-hmm. If Dustin Johnson holds the number one spot every week until Christmas 2031, he will tie Tiger Woods for the record of 683 weeks in a row as number one. That is a Jesus. that is a stat that will never be matched. That. Yikes! What? That, that is a stat that will never so, be matched. So whatever I said with Jack and Tiger, when I said Jack. Scratch it, scratch dinner, scratch Tiger, scratch what I said about Jack. Tiger Woods number one. Unless we're talking about women's, because the best women's golfer has been number one since she was twelve. I don't think she was number one, but she has played in fourteen U.S. Opens, and she's twenty-five years old. Yeah. We're yeah. going to I be. Think, I don't think Lexi Thompson has ever been number one. But yeah, I just thought that was a stat I just saw here. That said that Dustin Johnson holds the number one spot here until uh, Christmas of uh, 2031. 2031. He will tie Tiger Woods. So once he does that, eleven then, more years. Yeah, then then we'll say Dustin <laughs> That's Johnson. It. That's P- it. Then P- yeah, Dustin Johnson PGA Tour 2000 whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's why Tiger. That's why he puts asses in seats. That's why he sells video games. That's why he's the best. Thank you for that last stat, last, last stat. Clearing last up last. shit from episode two. Tiger's number one over. Um, I mean, I like the update. <laughs> the update is you've changed your mind. You're responsible. You're grown up. You know when you made a mistake, and you're correcting it. That's it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> like, you for that. Like Thanksgiving dinner. That's right. It is dinner. Thank <laughs> you. No, 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 no. We're really leaving this Episode time. 20. <laughs> yep. Time to go. No, no, this was 19. 20's next time. See you later. Gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, bye.